Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. I'm Raphael. And I'm Michael. The purpose for our show is to awaken souls, develop intuition, and fulfill purpose. Today, we are continuing with our exploration of our new overall theme for our 20th season, titled, Your Psychic Abilities, How God Answers Your Prayers. That's the title of the entire 20th season, which is 13 weeks. We've titled this particular episode, Your Psychic Abilities, Better Than Google or YouTube. (laughs) Yes, we'll have a bit of fun contrasting online information collection and distribution developed by cyber moguls like Google with how you might use your psychic abilities. The idea sprung up from recalling a copy of a photo art piece that a talented artist photographer friend gave us out of her series on church marquees in L.A. Hey, hey, Lisa. One of them caught our eye because the marquee in front of that church announced the title of the Sunday service, and it said, Google isn't the only one with the answer, you know? (laughs) How true that is, and funny. At least I thought it was. It's funny because so many of us carry our smartphones everywhere, and we live in an age and culture of literally having at our fingertips everything from what used to be thousands of big phone directories and yellow pages for businesses to K through postdoctoral education videos for practically anything anyone wants to learn. You bet we are definitely living in the age of information today. So it's become pretty ingrained in our modern culture that if you wish to find out which is the best Japanese restaurant in town that serves hamachikama or where you can get your nails done fast, click on Yelp. If you want to learn an easy but tasty recipe for gluten-free banana bread, you can Google it. You can check out YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or any number of audio and video platforms to find every kind of tutorial for what you seek to learn. Make your search question more specific and you can target just those answers and solutions closer to what you're looking for amongst thousands of possibilities and much more. In such a culture, it may be easy to become dependent on technology and smart devices to get your information on just about anything. Of course, we've all experienced the downside of that same abundant technology. It could literally be a free-for-all of information out there in cyberspace. One site that you find about your area of interest may proclaim the end-all solution to your problem, but the next site you check out tells you the exact opposite. That drives me crazy, actually, when that happens. Well, not really crazy, but you know what I mean. According to the authors, they are both top experts in that field. It becomes 
obvious pretty quickly that regardless of where you go to gather information about anything, when it comes right down to it, it still requires you to practice discernment and wisdom to determine what information to use and what needs to be disregarded. Google, Amazon, Apple, TikTok, Instagram, or any other online anything cannot actually make a decision for you as much as some may wish for that to be possible. And for you to make your final decision after all your technical and academic research is compiled, it still requires you to use your intuition and wisdom. That's right. Yet many people dismiss, disregard, or even oppose what they know to be true intuitively in favor of the physical and intellectual evidence they've gathered. Everyone has free will, but let's talk about this today. So even if you put countless hours and days and weeks painstakingly researching your subject matter, in the end, you need to make decisions based on your intuitive knowingness and certainty. All the facts and statistics and expert findings cannot ever make a single decision for you. You still have to make decisions for yourself, albeit based on your digesting of all your research and study. You have to intuit your decision. Now, intuition includes a broad range of abilities, and all of those abilities fall under the category of psychic abilities, which are innate to you as the soul that you are. Whether you are talking about a simple gut feeling you have or seeing clairvoyantly someone's life path or even communicating telepathically with a whole amphitheater full of people, each experience utilizes some of your psychic abilities. Since you are a soul or a psychic being, essentially all of your abilities are psychic in nature. It will definitely behoove you to learn to access, utilize, and eventually master your psychic abilities. There are many things that go into you being able to utilize the diverse psychic abilities that you already have within you in spirit, not the least of which is for you to wean yourself away from, drumroll please, competition. When you are in competition, even with others, it divides you into a opposing parts. All competition begins with you believing that you are not enough as you are. When you get into competition, you lose before the race even begins because you are constantly trying to become better than you think you are and fighting against yourself in that manner. To utilize any of your psychic abilities you need to practice getting yourself more and more out of competition with anyone and anything. You are already using all of your psychic abilities to some degree, but unless you become aware of that, you mostly use them against yourself unconsciously. However, once you begin to drop more of the competition against yourself that you've been in for most of your life, you start gaining your ability to use your various abilities more consciously. Rather than trying hard to use your psychic abilities, you learn to become more aware of how you are using them already. As you do so, you can then develop yourself to use them even more. Until then, you tend to be working against your own psychic abilities unknowingly. 
For example, if you are not aware that you are constantly using your clairsentience, which is the ability to feel clearly, you can be picking up everyone else's feelings and constantly fighting your confusion as to why you feel a certain way or you end up trying to fix or get rid of feeling those things without ever succeeding since they are not your feelings to control or change or eliminate. All you can do with someone else's feelings is to recognize that they are not yours and you don't have to do anything with or about them. Another very common example comes about when you don't realize that you are already telepathic and aren't aware that you might be picking up others' thoughts telepathically. If you do that, then you will tend to assume that the thoughts in your mind are your thoughts and many of them will not make sense to you or you will not understand why you are thinking such things when you are not wanting to think of them. If you continue to believe those are your own thoughts, you are thinking in the moment, you might actually go and try to solve those thoughts as if they are yours to solve. No matter how hard you try to solve them, you cannot solve them because they are not your thoughts to solve. As you can do, all you can do is to become aware of that and let go of making it your problem to do anything about them. Yet if you become aware that you are telepathic all of the time and some of the thoughts belong to someone else, if you know that person's whose thoughts you are picking up on, you can use that information to help them or communicate with them or to respond to them more effectively. For example, if you are aware that your friend is thinking self-invalidating thoughts, not only do you know that it's not you thinking that way about yourself, but you can even give your friend communication and validation that might help them let go of such self-destructive thinking you would be able to guide them to more of the truth of who they are. Yep, that's one of the most important lessons in all of human life, getting to know the truth of who you are. And you have all of your psychic uh, abilities (laughs) to help you realize that while you are still incarnated here in the world, Many people in the world still don't even consider that they have any psychic abilities because they believe that having psychic abilities or being psychic is separate from who they are. Yet the truth of the matter is that you can't even be alive here in a body if you were not fully a psychic being or what is more traditionally known as a soul. Your psychic self is the very soul essence of the body person that you incarnate into to be in this world. It's the core or heart of who you are. It's through that part of you that you touch what you might call God's eternal love. When you neglect or dismiss your awareness of God's love, you might feel like you've lost your soul or your core. When you turn away from your true self, you may feel like you got disconnected from your own very own heart. This is one of the major functions of your psychic abilities, to heal you and reunite you and your consciousness with your soul essence and God's love. That's why a person who believes that they are not psychic and that they don't have psychic abilities 
struggle in getting to know themselves fully. They tend to go through life immersed in their daily struggles with hopefully at least a smattering of occasional brighter moments of peace and joy. They're unwittingly ignoring the very doorway to their truth and ultimate happiness. This is what largely making the development of your psychic abilities so important at this time in the evolution of humanity. It's very much time for everyone to turn more inward to their inner essence and truth and live more of their real self they discover in this world. That means relating to one another as the soul that they are and not continue to relate as merely bodies, personalities, and intellects. Around the world, the major media tend to cover all the fear, anger, and hate that get daily expressed in a variety of forms of violence, cruelty, injustice, and abuse of power. Yet the more private and personal aspects of that that remain hidden from public consciousness is the growing epidemic of anxiety and depression expressed by so many people in different self-invalidating and even physically destructive ways. One of the major purposes for developing your psychic abilities is for the healing the schism that you might hold in your mind between conscious person aspect of you and the inner soul essence that you truly are. Raphael listed some of your specific innate psychic abilities earlier, such as clairvoyance, clairsentience, and telekinesis. All too often, when those who are curious to start delve into understanding their psychic abilities, they become glamorized by the more flashy aspects of such abilities. For example, they might think that clairvoyance will let them see what a person is planning to do, and they could use that information to do something first to support that person or go against them. They might get interested in using their telekinetic ability to bully others into submission or prevent what, might, what they might judge as a bad thing from happening. Yet the true purpose for each of your psychic abilities is to further your awareness of who you are and to help you express your true self in this world in relationship to others. Getting to know your true self is the essence of healing yourself back into wholeness of who you are. And as you heal yourself, you will realize that you aren't that interested in using your psychic abilities to control others or the world for your own personal glory or satisfaction, but to bring healing to everyone and the world. And you'll realize that true healing doesn't come from trying to enforce what you believe is right or good on others or the world, but by lovingly guiding everyone to the truth of their own beingness, which you could say is the same as wholeness or eternal and limitless life. The more you get to know the truth of who you are, the more you have access to all your psychic abilities. It's not so much what many people assume that in order to be psychic, you have to learn and follow a certain methodology to attain it. The actual training part has more to do with learning to be aware and have certainty in yourself so that you can best utilize the vast trove of psychic abilities that you have within you. It's a little like an athlete having to learn and train to build up their strength and endurance 
to run faster and longer. They can run naturally, but by having the correct training, they can use their innate ability to run more effectively to attain their goals. All their diet, weight, uh, exercise, uh, and, and mental training is not to learn to do what they already do, but to do it much more effectively. The same is for all the training and practice that may go into a person mastering the use of their psychic abilities. We jokingly compared searching online to find answers or solutions to your worldly problems to accessing your various psychic abilities to find answers and solutions to your innermost life questions and problems. Because so many people tend to get more dependent on technological solutions rather than spend the time and awareness needed to access the true purposeful answers. Obviously, unless you are ready at the level of mind mastery that you can ask any question on any level about anything and get the needed answer immediately, it would be foolish to require yourself to meditate to get the best recipe for homemade yogurt rather than spend a few minutes online to see what comes up. Of course... I tend to rely on my intuitive knowing, knowingness and other psychic abilities to try out a recipe for many things that I'm cooking. <clears throat> Michael does the same. Only when I'm seeking a specific recipe that I should be able to find online do I seek it in that manner. Nevertheless, I frequently go online to find solutions for a whole variety of household products, clothing, electronic devices, and the more worldly academic or scientific stuff of daily living. It's just that I don't often forget that I can go within my soul essence, if you will, or to the limitless spirit or even to God to discover the answers and solutions that I might need. In fact, I do serve my psychic abilities all the time for all manners of answers, solution, inspiration, and guidance. Well, we're already coming up to our first break and this to us is an important part of our radio show because it lets you know what we're doing outside of the radio show. So we wanted to remind you that our special remote for Zoom class plus a bonus Zoom Q&A weekend event called Making Time for Eternity, Using Your Clairvoyance, Intuition, and Mediumship to Sing with Angels, is happening this Saturday, November 12th and Sunday, November 13th. Here are the titles of our four two-hour Zoom classes. Saturday morning, this coming Saturday, Why Wait? Know Your Answers Now, Getting in Sync with Your Intuitive Knowingness. Saturday afternoon is Winking with Your All-Seeing Eye, Having Clairvoyant Fun, Seeking the Truth. Sunday morning is Network of Angels, Using Your Psychic Awareness to Conduct Your Choir of Angels, and Sunday afternoon is Spirit Guides. This is Pacific time, so it might not be morning and afternoon for you. But the afternoon class is Spirit Guides, Spirit Support, and Spirit Community, using your mediumship to lead spirit and solicit guidance. Plus, anyone who takes part in at least one of our Zoom classes during this weekend event can join us for a fun and profound bonus post-class Zoom Q&A talk story and social on Sunday following the last class. For the full write-up and details, or to sign up, go to the November calendar section of our website, michaeltamora.com, or call our office at 
weekdays during business hours specific time and speak with our assistant, Debbie, who will answer all your questions. We'll be right back with more on your psychic abilities better than Google or YouTube. We'll see you when we get back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you love living the miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at MichaelTamora.com forward slash events. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow, Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at michaeltamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. Welcome back, everyone. We've been considering the subject of your psychic abilities and whether they might be better than Google or YouTube for accessing many kinds of information and learning. While technology may be great for gaining information about the world, it can't help you explore your own inner essence and the true meaning of your life. So let's continue learning more about your psychic abilities and what they have to do with your soul education in the world. So as... We have been, I'm going to review a little bit about what we were talking about before, which is uh, you can look up online for things like, you know, your best recipes and that sort of thing. But, you know, once you have set aside household products, clothing, electronic devices, and the more worldly academic or scientific stuff of daily living, you just cannot forget to go within to find your soul essence and find the limitless spirit or even God to discover the answers and solution that you might need. In fact, most of us can learn to surf your psychic abilities all of the time for all manners of answers, solutions, inspiration, and guidance. And by the way, sometimes those technological things are not always available uh, when we need answers, which I have found many times even when I have my phone in my pocket. Once that's established in your mind and your daily living, the next question would be what you might do easily and consistently 
to consistently access your psychic abilities to use them correctly. First and foremost, as far as I'm concerned, you have to realize that you are already psychic and always will be, and you are already using whatever ability you'd like to access within your psychic self. Remember, psychic awareness and abilities are within you, the soul, the spirit beingness, and not your body or your brain or your outward personality or intellect. So the most important and effective tool to practice daily to do that regularly and consistently is meditation or turning your awareness inward to the limitlessness of spirit. Psychic development is a constant and consistent process of healing yourself back to your spiritual wholeness. The more you heal, the more aware you become, and the more capable you become at using your variety of abilities. Well, when it comes to using any of your psychic abilities, it's very much like that little green wise man with pointy ears said, do or do not. There is no try. (laughs) Intrinsic to the ability itself is the knowing of its use. You just need to become more aware of it, and then you will now know to use it. There's no how in spirit or psychic doing. How ends with technology in this world. It's great for, you know, how to do something, how does this work, as far as technology is concerned. But to access your psychic abilities, you have to go beyond this world, inwardly, in consciousness to spirit. And because of its very nature, you have to keep it all simple and effortless. Enjoyment and amusement help a great deal. Yes, indeed. So, of course, you are listening to some device hearing us, aren't you? So in a way you can say, yes, there is access to this kind of information even on technology. Um, One of the things I wanted to address is uh, I've noticed, especially for people who are just tuning in or just starting the path, if you will, the word meditation comes up and then you go running, screaming out the door. And I've had a few people asking me, well, I can't meditate. I don't have the discipline. Uh, As soon as I sit down, everything bubbles up in my head and all that kind of stuff. And to that, I want to answer because meditation is the beginning of all this. Meditation can be even five minutes, paying attention to your thoughts. And like we were talking about earlier, are these my thoughts or are these random thoughts that are in the neighborhood or, you know, when you're standing in line in the grocery store and all of a sudden you feel a compulsion to steal a candy bar? Is that you or is that the little kid uh, sitting in the cart in, in their mommy's cart in front of you, uh, you know, lusting after that candy bar. So meditation can even be learned by the, let's say, the most hyperactive of people. And I use myself as an example because I did learn this stuff in three-hour classes, you know, grounding, running energy, all the things we talk about so that you can start to get in touch more with yourself. But once I learned these things, the actual discipline for me was really, really difficult. And 
because I was committed to learning this and I really wanted access to what I knew were my psychic abilities because I'd had so many psychic things happen in my life that they were kind of out of, seemed out of my control. What I did was after I had my 12 weeks of beginning training, I promised myself, okay, I really need to have this as a practice just like those of you who exercise or at the time I was exercising a lot or do yoga or whatnot, you know, different disciplines. You say the word discipline and some people are running out the door again. Come back. Discipline isn't a bad thing. It's just making a decision and a commitment to yourself. Discipline isn't taking out a belt and, and whipping your, you know, your back or something like that. That's what you did in past lives, some of you. What I did was it. I decided that I would start my daily practice with five minutes. I would practice the things I learned, closing my eyes, getting quiet, having a piece of paper by my side and writing down things I didn't want to forget because that's what happens when you close your eyes at first when you have a little bit of hyperactivity is everything you need to do comes up. Oh, I need to change the clothes from the washer to the dryer. Oh, I need to turn on the dishwasher. Oh, I left the baby in the bathtub. Well, you do get up for that one. But most of these things can wait. Write them down and then give yourself five minutes to practice those tools. One of the places you can uh, get all the tools, the beginning tools we have, uh, you can find on our website for free. Go to our website, michaeltamora.com. Go to the tab that says free stuff. Click on that. Click on audio. And there you'll find the spiritual toolkit. And you'll find a two-hour class that you can listen to, and you don't have to listen to it in one sitting if you can't handle that. Start learning the tools bit by bit or learn them all, and then start a practice five minutes a day. And once you got that five minutes a day established, and it helps if you sit in the same spot every time because you also establish that spot. The energy is set. Okay, I'm going to meditate here for five minutes. Once you have that established, then you can expand it to, say, 10 minutes. And the first time it might be a little difficult, but each day you, you work on that 10 minutes and give yourself 10 minutes. And the morning is best because you're, you're more fresh off of the, the, uh, your sleep. But for some of you, other times of the day are the only times of the day you can do it, and that's fine. So add Add it to 10 minutes. So you got 10 minutes going. So a few weeks, once you got 10 minutes going, and maybe even a month. This took me a two-year process. Even though I was taking other psychic classes at the time, it took me two years to establish meditation because my mind was so active and I, I was kind of a little jumpy type of person. And once I got grounded, I was able to start doing this. And I know if I can do this, you can. But by the time I increased it by five minutes and five minutes, whenever I was ready, I was able to get up to the two-hour point of just running energy. And none of you have to get to that point. But what I found was it was extremely empowering to be able to run my energy, be in that quiet meditation, doing my energy work for two hours. And after that, if I needed to go longer, I could go up to eight hours. So there, it was a huge jump after the, those two years that I could meditate all day if I wanted to. So I 
really want to encourage all of you who are kind of, uh, you know, resisting the idea of meditation, that you can do this. Meditation is the way inward. You know how sometimes when you're not in the middle of a bunch of stuff to do and it just gets quiet, there's either one or two impulses that happen. Either one is to go busy yourself or go online and, you know, get yourself hypnotized into something. Or the other is to just think about things. And even just thinking about things, letting your mind have that free uh, flow gets you a little more in touch with what's within you, what's going on around you, what thoughts you have. And then you can ask yourself if they're unpleasant thoughts, are these mine? And to give you an example of this, I want to share with you a story I've shared before, but it really had a profound impact on me. And that story is I was working for a, uh, a painting contractor years ago while I was in my psychic training. And one day, uh, first off, we had this guy who was a, a computer fix-it guy that would come in. And I always knew when he was in financial trouble, my computer would go down because we always had to call him and he would make money fixing things. So my computer went down. So we had to call him, and he arrived about 1 o'clock right after my lunch. And about five minutes before he walked in the door, I started hearing thoughts in my head, and they sounded like a mantra. I hate myself, I hate myself, I hate myself, over and over again. When he walked in the door, it got louder and louder in my head. Fortunately, uh, at that point, I was practicing. I was at my two-hour meditation I was practicing my awareness all the time, and I knew 100% that I did not hate myself and that this was not my thought. And literally, that thought was not only coming into my head, but affecting my body. It was like I just, it, when a person is thinking I hate myself, it's directed a lot at the body and a lot at the soul and all that kind of stuff. So I just became aware, and of course, what I did was I grounded him. And he was able to laugh because when he first came in, he wasn't happy at all, uh, except for he was happy to have the work. That's the one thing he told me. I'm really happy to have this work. I need it, you know. And But I could still hear that mantra going on, going on, going on. And then he went, okay, I fixed your computer. He got up and left. And as he went further and further from me, it got softer and softer and softer until he got in his car and drove off, and I couldn't hear it anymore. That was an extremely profound experience for me, and I cannot tell you all how many times many of you have experienced something like this where it's not you. So a, a, one of the questions that you can ask is, is when you're, you're having a really nasty thought of some kind like that, is this mine? Well, if it is yours, you can control it. And if it is not yours, you can just let it go. And one of the t techniques we teach is imagine a rose, put that person's thought in a rose, and imagine that rose exploding in a flash of light, neutralizing that person's negative thought and getting it out of your space. In my case, when that person left, of course, I took a minute or two to clean out my space, but it was out of my space when he pulled away. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, you know, one of the things when we're talking about, we're, we're 
talking about, you know, is are your psychic abilities better than Google or YouTube or TikTok or <laughs> whatever <laughs> you might use for gaining information and understanding and so forth and so on. And we're saying that a little bit in tongue in cheek, but what if you Google search everything that you need and you, you read up on everything and you can just, but nothing, nothing on there. As much as you can research, it doesn't answer your question. It doesn't solve, especially a problem you're having. Or you're not anywhere you can access a smart device or a computer or anything like that. You're out in a, uh, what do you call it, uninhabited island. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so then what are you going to do? So that's, that's where it really comes in is I'm sure every one of you has had situations where you're really up against a wall, so to speak, in terms of you just don't know. Uh, you, you, you don't know if you could even, you know, make it if you're not, uh, whether you can keep on going on or whatever it is, you're at the end of the rope and and you don't know where to turn to. Well, a lot of times that's when somebody has that breakthrough of they turn instead of trying to find something to turn to out there in the world or computer or anything to try to get answers or solutions, they turn inward because there's nowhere else to go. <laughs> there, your, your mind has nothing else that can, it can reach out to. And so you go inward, and that's essentially the basis of meditation that Raphael's talking about. Is it's just, oh yeah, it's a practice to just turn inward. And then what? When you turn inward, the mind is vast. So so you could be aware of all kinds of stuff from your thoughts and feelings to everything else. But what's the one thing that has all the information? All the answers, all the energy, everything is what we call spirit, that limitlessness, that all-knowing, whatever you want to call that, God. And as you turn inward and put your awareness toward that, now you can start to gain some experiential direct answers. Well, already we are at our second break, and we want to remind you to check our website, Michael Tamora. Dot com for all our upcoming events, and that's Michael T A Amazon Mary U R A Michael Tamora.com. And you can still sign up for our remote weekend event happening this weekend, making time for eternity using your clairvoyance, intuition, and mediumship to sing with angels, consisting of four Zoom classes and a fun, fun bonus Zoom QA and social. This happening this Saturday, November 12th, and Sunday, November 13th. You can attend all the classes and get a discount, or you can attend as few, many or as few as you like. And if you attend at least one, you can still get that bonus Zoom class afterwards. You can also call our office at 530-926-2650 for details or to sign up. In just a bit, we'll return with your psychic abilities better than Google or YouTube. We'll be right back.
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. Find out more about everything that they offer at MichaelTamura.com. And be sure to sign up for their free monthly newsletter. The best book ever. Transformational. Incredible information. One of the best books I've ever read. Inspirational. A must read for anyone interested in accomplishing their purpose. That's what readers around the world are saying about You Are the Answer. The award-winning book by Michael J. Tomorrow. Beloved spiritual teacher and clairvoyant visionary. Order your copy now at Amazon.com. If you love Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora, you'll love their teleclasses, seminars, and retreats. Check out their upcoming events at michaeltamora.com forward slash events. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. It's great to have you back. Today's topic has been your psychic abilities better than Google or YouTube. We've been exploring what your psychic abilities are for and what you can do to access and use them more effectively in your daily life. It's a huge topic we're devoting a good part of our whole current season to. So let's keep going with that. So it's, um, you know, we were talking about relying on technology or relying on other people, relying on your own psychic awareness and abilities of turning inward to, to spirit, essentially, as, as you use your psychic abilities to access those upper reaches of your consciousness, mind, to experience. You know, a lot of times people think that if they're, they're turning within to access answers, uh, the answers are going to be intellectual answers, like you get on on Google. You know, if you do a search, it's all written, it's all spelled out for you. This is what it is, and this is how much, and this is w- what you, what you get. But so much of the answers you get on a psychic level are not those types of answers that you might consider to be information on an intellectual knowledge level. Although, you know, you can definitely get those. But it's it's direct experience. You start to have direct experience when you turn within and on a psychic level. So, for example, you could, you don't know what to do and you need some guidance, you need some answers, 
And you turn within and you go ask spirit for, okay, what do I do? What, what do I need? I need some help. And when you do, sometimes the help comes in the form of a person, comes along and tells you exactly the right thing. Let me help you. <laughs> yeah, either that or, or they just blurt out, you know, like they say, out of the mouth of babes, that they just blurt out the answer you really need it. And you, if you're paying attention, you go, whoa, okay, that's what I was looking for. Or you turn within and you ask spirit for uh, help. And if the help you need is just a calming energy or just a sense of reassurance that everything's going to be okay or that you're going to be able to make it through <laughs> a certain time period or whatever that didn't seem like it when you're just on your own, separate. And all of a sudden, you start to have this, okay, I, I can do this. You, don't, you still don't have the answer to what you're going to do. But first things first, you have, to, you have to have that experience of, yeah, and the certainty that, yep, I'm going to make, make it through this thing. And as you do that, then, okay, next step, you'll start to get answers, the more perhaps intellectual or knowledge type answers of, okay, go over here and one of those answers may be, all right, plug into Google, <laughs> a search engine, a certain question, or Michael, look up a certain thing. Michael has actually had that. Yeah, I, I had that right after my uh, uh, first near-death experience. And, and that started me on a whole different level of healing on a physical level. And uh, so don't count out the ways that the information, the answers, the experience comes to you. But the first first uh, answer is always direct experience. Because if you don't experience that you're going to be okay, if you don't experience that, well, you're going to get your answer. If you don't experience that and have certainty that, oh, yeah, Okay, I don't know exactly what to do right at this moment, but it's coming. I, I know it's coming. And when you have that, then you can take the next step. And over time, everything will be revealed to you. That it, It's always that way. You never have a question. You never ask a question within that sooner or later is not going to be the answers, the solutions, whatever you're looking for, the healing, whatnot, will be revealed to you. And it just comes in order because in this world, there is time and space. In spirit, it's all instant. So when you ask in spirit, you ask whatever it is you ask for, and it's given to you instantly. But it's going to take some time for it to really start to come into this physical world, for you to get the full answer or solution in the physical world, it's going to be a more or less step-by-step -step revelation of that. But it always happens. But you got to be paying attention. Absolutely. And, of course, there are those times, like what I've talked about in the past, in past shows, where you need an answer now or else. And when you set 
the energy for yourself, even in an emergency, that you will get that answer here and now, you will get it. That's been my experience. So let me go backwards a little bit to when Michael was talking about, because uh, getting your certainty is one of the biggest things in uh, making all of this work. And how do you get your certainty in using your psychic abilities and using your intuition and trusting that the answer you're getting, answers you're getting are correct? Well, first off, be okay if you make mistakes. Um, when people are first practicing this, that's normal. But the more you practice it, the better you get at it. So the, what I used to teach my beginning meditation classes uh, is the following. Um, practice looking for little answers first. Don't, don't make it something really big like, should I marry this guy or should I buy this house? You know, uh, start practicing using your psychic abilities with little things, little things that come up in your life that, are, that require you to make a decision. You know, Michael once said uh, clairvoyance oftentimes is the ability to make a good decision. You know, uh, and that's not uh, getting rid of the fact of what clairvoyance is, the ability to see, but it's the ability to go within and look at the answer for yourself. So here's an example of how you can practice with little things. I know most of you, not all of you, but most of you love to get online and love to watch, you know, look at uh, Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and all that stuff. And of course, they're now starting to add a lot of commercials, right? And, and as annoying as they are, some of them can be attractive. Let's say a particular product that looks kind of interesting. For instance, recently there's been a product online that always catches my interest is because I don't read commercials or listen to them, but it always catches my eye a little bit. It's this great coffee replacement. No, I don't drink coffee, but the big selling point of this is it's, it's got all this nutritional stuff. And um, so one time I just stopped at that, at that commercial site. I didn't click on it. I just decided I'm going to intuit. Is this stuff any good for me or not? And I got a big fat N-O. So just out of curiosity, I clicked on it and I found out the, the chief ingredient was mushrooms, which are uh, in my body do not work. For some reason, I cannot digest them. My, my body goes into, you know, all kinds of conniptions when I, when I eat mushrooms. So, you know, the, it's fun to use your intuition as a practice first. Practice, practice, practice. And before you know it, you start to get your certainty when, when, you're, uh, when you're tuning into things. And then you bring it a little bigger. Maybe you're having a decision to make about a friend. Should I keep this person as a friend or not? You know, step it up a little bit and go within. Take a few minutes. Turn off your device. Let it be quiet in your room and just get a sense. Is this friend somebody who's really going to be someone I can grow with and they can grow with me? Or is it time for me to let them go? That's the, those are the questions to ask instead of going down the list of things that friend has done wrong to you. Because if you start going down the list that thing the, that friend has done wrong to you, then you're going to go into that ego space of trashing that person. And then you've prejudiced yourself against a, a correct answer. So have a little fun with this and practice, practice. And it's 
always really surprising how well you can develop this just by practicing with the little things and then step it up to the bigger things. And as you're going into creative spaces like buying a house or, or a car or something like that, step it up even further. Um, that This is the answer I want to give to those of you, again, going back to meditation. When you start to meditate a lot or even a little bit, you start to practice coming within and not always looking outside for those answers, not always going on to Google and all those places for some kind of answer. You know, it never hurts to go on those those sites to get to get the opinions. But um, this is not really the purpose that you're here for. The purpose you're here for to, is to know much more of who you are as the soul that you are. Yeah, I I have a friend that's uh, actually a world-renowned medical doctor. And he said, you know, all the training, he's had an enormous amount of training and everything and education, all that stuff, and became an expert in, in his field. And he says, but... To this day, when he makes a diagnosis, yeah, he, he does do all the lab tests and everything and reviews the patient's chart and goes down everything, interviews the ch- patient, uh, asks questions, gets all these answers. He uses all of that, but he says in the final analysis, when he makes the actual diagnosis, he relies on his intuition because there's been so many times where in his career where according to the his training, according to everything on an intellectual level, it should be X, Y, Z. But in his intuition, he, he, he gets, no, that's not what we need to do or more the treatment. That's not what we need to do in this particular patient's case. And he says every single time when he followed his intuition about it, it turned out to be the better road. And uh, uh, even though intellectually it was, no, that's not the, it's almost sometimes the opposite. But he says, no, I got to rely on that, the truth of what I discover. And you will find the same. Sometimes you feel like you might be going against the grain when you intuit something is should be this way instead of where all the energy is pointing to, which isn't correct for you. So have fun practicing this, and we'll see how you do with the next show here. Um, we are at the end of our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope our shows bring you inspiration, insights, and psychic tools you can apply in your own lives to help further your awakening. Be sure to join us next Wednesday for our episode, What Apps Are What Apps On Your Let's see, what apps are on your psychic smartphone? I almost got that out in three tries. Okay. What apps are on your psychic smartphone? That's a fun one. Your body is truly an amazing communication device for you as a soul in this world. It's your psychic smartphone. So what apps do you use to express yourself creatively in this world as a spiritual being? Tune in to find out. To remember, too, to join us for this weekend. We'd love to see you there November 12th and 13th for Making Time for Eternity, Using Your Clairvoyance, Intuition, and Mediumship to Sing with Angels, and any or all of the four Zoom classes and the bonus Q&A social. 
Check our website or call our office at 530-926-2650 for all the details or to sign up. Until then, be inspired, use your imagination, and follow your intuition joyfully. This is Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We'll see you next week. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.